So guys, yeah, once again, the subject is love. And sorry we was having technical difficulties, but now we can hear better. I hooked up the mic. So yeah. um, She she said something that very stood out to me. She said about love for self. Why do you think love for self is essential? I'll start first. For me, love is important is because when you love yourself, you can love others. And if you don't know your worth, um, you won't be able to know other people's worth. So, but I wanted to know your perspective on why love for self is right. essential. Just, just as you stated, it's essential to love yourself because it enables you to know who you are. Mm. And also, you have an opportunity to share an aspect of yourself that you love with mm. someone else to love. Mm. So that's loving imperfection, perfection, and and having someone to mirror that. Mm. And um, love of family stems from that as well. Mm. So it's not even just loving self, it's just coming from that background of love, which stems from home, because everything starts at home. Most people lack that at home, which is why it's hard for them to love themselves or another person. Wow. That's real. That's real. That's That's true. That's like that's like a lot of black males that grew up in a home without a father. Like it's hard for them to show and express love, to get caught up within the confines of masculinity, and then they can't love because they grew up without love. Um, so you gotta have some self love before you can even love another person. That is so true. That's true. That is so true. That's true, Ernest. Because a lot of people they don't even love themselves. They, I guess, I don't know, maybe it stems from low self-esteem or things that they've been through or the way they've been treated in the past, but they let that affect the way they see themselves. Somebody made a comment. Somebody said that love is hard for some people because they were never taught love. How can we teach love? just wanted to ask your perspective on that. Okay. Well, as you know, everything starts at home. That's why the home... You know the saying when they say the home is where the heart is? Because that's where love resides. And... For some that have not been accustomed to having that nurturing aspect of love, either from both parents or a single parent, you know, somehow the Most High brings people into your life for you to experience it. Mm. So no one has never fallen short of love. It's a matter of, are you ready to receive it? Can you recognize it when it comes? Irregardless if you have not received it or not, you know the difference between right and wrong. Mm. So it's about, you know, opening your mind and being real with yourself. Most people are not ready for what they really desire because there's a lot of work they have to do, Mm. like heal from trauma. A lot of people's been traumatized growing up. Wow. You know, some, for example, some women feel like if a man, you know, if they're accustomed, to watching their mother getting beat by their father, so they wind up attracting that same type of mate, mm. vice versa for the men, wow. you know? And so so there's never, so the pattern is, a, it's, it's like a vicious pattern. So it takes for a person to be mature and to recognize, you know what, there's something much more healthier than this. I, I, somebody asked a question, somebody said, that, what if the home is messed up? But mm. that's what I mean. If the home is messed up, you see, that's why, that's why the Most High is so loving mm. and so compassionate and merciful because, mm. because the Most High will bring somebody into your life to give you that experience that you have not experienced. Wow. So you will never 
It doesn't matter if you've never received love from home, friends, girlfriend, boyfriend. The Most High is loving and will bring that experience to wow. you because you're supposed to have it. Wow. You're supposed yeah. to have it. You, you, get, you get a lot of love over here. You get <laughs> like, like, likes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you, you, I know you, when you, when you, um, when you live stream, you, you're going to see when people like yourself. Oh, like, okay. Ends, you, know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you know, this is my first time uh, doing being on live. What? what? First time. Th this is where it's at. I'm okay. telling you. Yeah. <laughs> because you get to interact with, with your friends and the people on your page. Mm -hmm. Like me, for example, I went through many type, many different relationships and many different relations <laughs> with a lot of different women until I was finally able to, you know, find my wife and settle down. But I remember my first relationship, it was probably based on the wrong things. It was more based on looking good for the picture, but then when the cameras was closed, the relationship wasn't perfect. Mm. Ironically, she became a photographer, <laughs> so she was too caught up with the actual picture without the actual life, you know? Mm. Like, like, I know we used to get dressed up and take pictures, but then the relationship was like, a childish one then the relationship afterwards the girl loved me more than I loved her and it was difficult for me to show her the love back wow. to the point where when we broke up she was like at least let me have your child that way I could have a part of you that I could always love even when we're not together wow. like I told her like I couldn't do something like that because I wasn't ready for all that you know I was only 21 she was like 19 turning 20 we were young at the time I wasn't ready for love and then afterwards, like, I got into another relationship with a girl that loved me, and I wasn't ready neither. I was finding myself. I was graduating college, and, wow. you know, I was experiencing life, and she was ready to settle down, and I wasn't ready. So through my selfishness, I hurt a lot of women, you know? And then after that, I remember I went through, through I guess, a promiscuous phase where I went from woman to woman to woman to woman. Yeah. And, like, I was living fast, so I was attracting fast women, and... As soon as the relationship came and went, but it was like I was engaging at that time. I was broken, so I, I engaged with a lot of broken women because the energy I was putting out was what I received back. And so it wasn't until like I started to build my relationship with God and I started to fix myself from within that I started like changing myself and attracting the people that like I was attracting. And then when I met my wife, like she was going through her situation in life, I was going through my situation in life, and it's almost like, yeah. it was like the missing piece of both of each other's lives, and then wow. it's almost like we gave each other balance within the hectic world itself. Wow. So, like, she was more so like my friend, like my best friend, we used to just sit up late nights and just talk about life and stuff, and then, like, love formed, and, you know, we both said I do. <laughs> that's that's a beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. And that's how it happens when you meet that that one, that soulmate. Because mm. there's different there's different levels of mates. There's a soulmate, and then you have your twin flame. What, what, what's a twin flame? Well, a twin flame is someone that you have a lot in common with, mm. and sometimes they'll so come into your life to. Prepare you for your next journey. Yeah, I, I've been through so those. It can be a good relationship, a twin flame, because it's a it's a reflection of yourself and this person. Mm. So it could it could be really good and grow into something solid, or it can be something just transitory until 
this person is helping you to evolve in mm. some kind of way until you meet that soulmate. Yeah. That's true. It's like a summertime Michael thing. At like, you know, sometimes, <laughs> like, you know, how sometimes you have a summertime fling, like, y'all vibe. Yes, wow. that's the, but, you know, like, once it hit winter, like, they just won't make it. <laughs> well, that one is called the catalyst. The catalyst. Whoa, what okay. is the catalyst? The, I'm learning. The catalyst is <laughs> the person that comes because there's information they want to give you and they want to express themselves to you and wow. you expressing yourself to them. So they're just there to help you evolve, to get you to either open up more aspect of yourself that you're not opening, yeah. get you out of your bad behaviors, get you to recognize yourself mm. more until you meet that soulmate. See, the, at the end is to meet that soulmate. So sometimes you'll meet up, you'll have a whole bunch of love ties. Mm. You'll find people that you feel like, damn, I'm in love with him or her, but it's short-lived because there was wow. something not balancing to make it that oneness mm. but but it was purposeful for 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 the union to happen yeah mm -hmm. it's like what they say some people come in your life for a reason some people come in your life for a season some yes. people come in your life just to come and go Shout out to the viewers. I see a couple of viewers. I see a couple of viewers. I see a couple of comments. I see Somebody Terry. Said, I see Philip. Yo, what up? I see Mike. Um, I'll definitely give you first quick this chapter 13. We'll focus on that, but I'm definitely liking what I'm hearing right now. Like, oh my God. It's, it's, it's crazy how we met a random person in a library, person. and then you're smart, and you know so much about the subject that we're talking about. You see, nothing happens for a reason. Right. randomly. Everything happens for a reason. Well, you know, this is the time that we're in. This is the time of coming together and raising our higher consciousness, mm. you know, because it's time. It's time. We're divine spiritual beings. And as I was telling the pastor here, that, you know, it's about bringing divinity now. Yeah. Because right. we have the divine within us. It just needs to reflect more in our actions, in our words, and our deeds. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They said to be a good Christian, you not only have to talk it, you got to walk it. A lot of people, I guess, like they perpetrate, like they put on a costume or a mask, yeah. but then in everyday life, they don't really live that life. They said that, like, I guess, like, like you saying, like, like your family's a reflection of that. Some people, like, it's one thing at home, it's another thing in church. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Or wherever they might be. Man, again, they want me to go to First Corinthians chapter 13. Okay, so we're going to go to First Corinthians chapter 13, if we may, verse 1. Okay, we're going to go to that. These guys are getting on me. Okay, so let's just go to the first verse. Oh, my God, these guys are punching me to the head. I got you, I got you, I got you, I got you. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm holding this phone, but I'm also flicking as well, too. So, bum your shots, okay? Don't kill me, all right? I'm going to give you our scriptures, all right? So, first picture, chapter 13. The first one is, okay, and if I speak, God, I'm excited. If I speak in the tongues of men and of angels but have no love, I become a noisy gong or clanging cymbal. What do you guys get from that, from mm. that perspective right there? I mean, for me, what I get is I get a cacophony. A cacophony is an annoying sound. You feel me? Okay. Said <laughs> it. Okay, okay, okay. Second, anything you say about before? I, 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 go ahead. Second, second. Verse, are you good? Okay, I'm continuing. Okay. Next one. If I have prophetic powers and understand all misery and all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains but have no love, I am nothing. Anything you guys want to say about that? You want your scriptures? Anybody want to say anything about that? I think, <laughs> I think it's saying basically, 
if you're talking just to talk, but you're not talking from the heart, all you're doing is just making noise. Yeah. Because I realize a lot of times when I preach or whenever I talk to people, they say that the thing that touches the most is when you speak from the heart. Like what I try to do in most of my sermons, I try to put myself yeah. into everything that I'm saying. I use real life examples yeah. of myself so that they can understand that I'm not just talking just to talk. I'm yes. talking because I actually lived it. And, yeah. and like she was saying, like we're living in that time. We're living yeah. in that time with transparency where if someone knows that you're fake, they're going to see that. Oh, like, and if you're real, they're going to see that too. Especially with the young generation, like the youth, they see who's real and who's not. I think that's why there's such a disconnect between the old and the new right now because a lot of the older people, like I guess they fake it sometimes mm. and they don't want to keep it real with the younger generation. I have to answer this. I think what we really meant is, is help meet. Help meet. These guys are getting on me on scripture. Help meet. Help meet the wife that God has for you, the husband that God has for you. That's what we mean. Understandable. So sorry, I continue. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like I guess in regards to love, it gotta be like a pure love. Say yeah. for example, like Jesus Christ, he had a pure love. Like even the woman at the well, he waited for that woman to return. Yeah. A lot of us we give up on people too soon. As in like there could be individuals that like even in, sometimes in a relationship, you know, it could be someone that was really meant for you, but like you were so caught up that that like you was just like, nah, I don't got time for this. You didn't want to wait for that love to develop, or you didn't want to wait for that love to come, or you did not want to, I guess, wait for yourself to develop. Some people like they're like, I'd rather just move on than try to work the situation that I'm in right now. <laughs> it's like even even a marriage, a marriage takes time. Like a lot of people are in a rush to get married, but they're not in a rush to develop real love and a spiritual connection between the two. Yes. Shout out to Earl, what's up, boy? Yes, yes, yes. Somebody also gave another scripture. He gave like, I think Luke's. Remember, I'm holding the phone. And I'm also using the papli, a papli, a masipla, boom, yon shun. Give me a chance. Luke six. My man said verse thirty-five. Want to just read that? Want to just read that real quick? Cause you know I don't want to have no problems with nobody. It says, um, uh, okay, be merciful. No, no, no. It says, beloved your enemies and do good, and lend. Expect nothing in return. And your father will be great, and you will be the sons of the Most High, for he's kind to the ungrateful and the uns and the selfish. Somebody said, talk about your enemies. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah, Who would like to start? The, uh, the <sighs> okay, ladies first. Well, <laughs> you know, I have, a, I have a different perception about that because I find that to be a very dangerous thought process to keep enemies closer. Mm. I don't I, I, I don't see how that is going to make them your ally. Mm. Because if you're not working to make your foe your ally, then you get rid of them. Mm. Why would you want someone around you that don't like you and that want to, to, to bring harm to you? All you're doing is making it easy for them to attack you. That's wrong. So so from a spiritual perspective, first I don't see that righteous to have an enemy around mm, that real. does not have love for you. That's real. You know what I mean? Mm. Some people are not meant to be in your circumference. Mm, if agree. they're not light, like a feather, meaning pure, 
because that's how I view purity, light mm. like a feather. That's true. And it's hard for people's hearts to be light like a feather. Most people's hearts are very heavy. Mm. So when I think of an enemy, I think of someone with a heavy heart that has issues so. that they have to contend with and contend with the most high with. Mm. So I, don't, I do not recommend that. I just send them away with love and peace. Or if you have enough compassion and mercy and forgiveness for them in your heart, then you turn that foe into your allies. Somebody said, should, should we just not only love our enemies and I love our enemies? Let, let, let me just add on to this. The thing is that with what you, you're saying, I, I agree. I agree. And to an extent, like, I don't think the Lord was telling us that we should destroy our enemies or hate on our enemies, but we should be able to be wise enough, um, you know, with discernment, with discernment, um, oh Lord, these guys put me on. on no, but on. that's why you have discernment because yeah, yeah, exactly. the discernment is to protect you from danger. It's exactly. So, so I mean, I, I mean, I, if, I, I, I don't think in no way, I don't think in no way we were saying that we should attack our enemies. No, it's not about our enemies because the thing is that these people are going in. They're going in, like, right? So we should. So but, should we just, but this is the th the thing I find interesting. Yes. Is that even if you go to the scriptures, but are you really practicing that, that you're pulling from the scriptures mm. on a daily day? Or are you just pulling it just for mere conversation? Exactly. Because if it's not the walk that you're walking with, then you need some more inner reflection to match words, deeds, and action. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I find a lot of people are so quick to throw the verse and throw scriptures, mm. but but sometimes they don't bear that in their hearts. It's not in the action. Now. <laughs> it's, it's really not. Like, I, Talk I, back I, to me now. <laughs> it's like it's like a lot of people want to show off that they know the Bible, but they yes, don't know life. We have a lot of devout Jesus followers, but to keep it very real with you, um, Jesus did not consume pork. Jesus showed a lot of mercy and compassion and forgiveness. Bullet. And most people don't show that on a daily, but yet are are seeking that from 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 Christ. But you're not giving that to your brother and sister or your neighbor. Now you you threw the topic on. No, you put the topic. You got you, you got your answer now. <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing that. That's so right, it's like right. we need to be very honest about how we project ourselves. That's true. If you're going to be a spiritual being, then show that compassion and show that mercy and show that forgiveness just like Jesus did. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think I think the whole forgive your enemy like in life like I've had to forgive a lot of people, yeah. not for them but for myself. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just got to move on, you know? Yeah. Like may peace be upon you and go about your way. Yeah. If if it's a such if it's a situation where we could pass over and then keep working together and for the greater good, then let's do that. But if it's a situation where I have to just let you go and act like I never met you, then yeah. that's fine too. I'll keep it real. Like for example, we had a little, a little misunderstanding. I thought he was coming at me wrong, and and I came at him wrong because I thought he was coming at me wrong. But I misunderstood. You feel me? I want to just make it plain because to make practical and. I came at him wrong because I thought he was coming at me wrong. We sat at the table. We're not going to just make it plain because you're not going to be practical. We came at the table. We sat as two men. We prayed and we sort out the situation and we're good. Yes. But however, there's certain individuals, <laughs> gotta be honest, yes, certain individuals that are very manipulative, mm -hmm. that are very deceptive. They don't want to, they don't want to, they don't want to change their, their, their ways. They don't want to compromise. They don't want to build. And they're just out there just to get 
and to scheme and to plot and to dismantle. Because that heart is cold. That, exactly, that heart exactly, exactly, exactly. I'm about to put ourselves out there. You feel me? Mm. But we're just making plain. <laughs> but, you know, those people, you can love them from a distance. We're not coming for you. We're not applying for you. We know you're a bed bug. You want to suck people dry. It's okay. We have no problems. We have nothing against you. Yeah, they're called energy vampires. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, that happens they're, a let's lot. Let's keep it real. We that have, happens a lot. We're plagued all over with energy vampires. The ones that come <laughs> around, you feel drained. And they only come to drain you. Mm. And they're not coming to give. They're coming to take. And mind you, they resent you, which is why they're draining you. Exactly. Mm. You know what I mean? But never once. I got say, enemies. You know <laughs> I like your energy. What can I do to get my energy to be like yours? Wow. Not one person can do that because wow. of the ego. Yeah, wow, that's wow. true. That's the true. Ego. And, and I want to be clear the too. Ego must go. Wow, wow, wow. I gotta be clear too. When it add what you're saying, Jesus did not chill with the Pharisees. Just to let you know, the people that wanted to kill him and destroy him. He wasn't really with them. I want to just be clear Thank upon you, that. Because I, I was about to say. say he was clear on that. He was he 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 trained up gangsters. You feel me? Hood cats. You feel me? That is the reality. I gotta just say that. You feel me? I'm so okay. So now now I'm gonna say what I really want to say. Now. Say what you say. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Say it. Say it. Say yes, it. because yes. you know. We have to balance information in no, degrees. No, we have to. We have to balance and we have to use good judgment. Yeah. And the good judgment comes from the heart. Yes. It doesn't come from the mind. It doesn't, because the ego controls a lot of things and it does not allow for the heart to come forth. Wow. Mm. So, wow. so because of that, most people will hold back. That's true. The capacity of love that they have wow. for another person because of ego or, oh, I don't want to look weak or I don't want to look like I'm a sucker. And it's like, no, you're showing that you are a decent person. Wow. And it's okay to be decent. It's okay to be mushy. It's okay to open that door, even for a brother, another brother. You know, you, you're walking out, you see somebody coming behind you, wow. hold the door. It's, wow. You know what I mean? That's all proper mannerism. That's all That's all righteous. That's, that's all real. good energy. That's real. Sometimes it's good to just give somebody a compliment instead of eyeballing this man or woman and making wow. them feel uncomfortable for looking good or feeling good. Give, pay this person that compliment. Wow. So there are things that people can do on a daily basis. A, a daily act of kindness every day can not only strengthen their spirit, but, but affirms the esteem. Wow, that's yeah. real. No, you preaching. Yeah. Wow. Like, I went through a similar situation like that in life where, like, I used to have these youth programs every every month. I used to have one. And then people used to always come out and support me. First people that supported me were, like, quote-unquote, circular people. They were the ones that supported me first. Wow. And the irony in that situation is that, like, it got to a point where we were so popular, we was doing so much that people try to stop what it was that we was doing. Like this person once told me, "Oh, you're posting too much online. You are you are putting your flyers too many places. Less is more." And you know, I actually took their advice, and when I did, I stopped posting so much. I stopped having my events the way I used to have them. Mm. It drained a lot of my energy. I was like, maybe I'm doing too much. Then I was getting criticized because you know. The bigger your platform is, the more it allows people to criticize what you're doing. Even if they can't do it themselves, they're going to continue to criticize everything that you're doing. Like, okay, you could change that, you could change that, you could change this. It's easy for a spectator to look at the stage and tell you what you could do different, mm. but they'll never step to that stage themselves. So, like, when I fell back, 
because all this energy was being drained out of me and people telling me, oh, I should change this, I should change that. Bedbugs. It caused my whole <laughs> program, my whole system to fall off. People, pe people was like, you're not posting as much as you used to. What happened to your programs? You're, you're not doing as much programs as wow. you used to. What happened? I'm like, yo, people telling me I was doing too much. It was like, what? Because now you're not doing enough. And I'm like, wow. And I feel like if we would have kept that same energy the whole entire time, we would have been big, bro. Like, bigger than we are now. But consistency is key. That's why we're trying to be consistent with the show. That's why we're here every week. We're going to have a new guest every week. I yes. thank you for being here with us today. Oh, speaking the, the, about The energy love. was real. The energy was was a mixture of, of Coretta Scott King and Betty Shabazz. <laughs> oh, my God. Yo, there's this hope out there. There's hope out there. Yo, there's some good sisters. Don't sleep, y'all. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um... Anything else you want to say? I mean, I can continue with the next verse. Yeah, go to the next it, verse. It says, um, if, I gave all, if I gave away all I have, and if I deliver my body to be burned but have no love, I gain nothing. Mm. What you guys get from that? I get that from this. I get the intention has to be right. If the, you, you can give something, but if the intention is diverted, not in truth or sincerity, it's, 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 it's not worth it. I, what I got from it is like, I take it literally. As in, like, if you never loved, if you never experienced love, if you if you never, like, loved someone with your all, shared your life with somebody, you never got married, you never had children, then, like, that phase of your life, since you did not experience it, it's almost like it's kind of incomplete versus if you did have it. I feel like the purest love that you could get is from a child. Like, because that child, they don't really want nothing from you except for love. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's real. And I heard that, like, a baby, if a baby just lays it, in a crib and no one picks it up and no one plays with it that baby could die from lack of love is actually love that makes it grow wow. like it sounds it sounds crazy but like stuff like that is true just like a plant like if you water a plant mm. and you look at the plant every day the plant starts to grow mm -hmm. same as a child you don't see when a child grows but a child grows it's like if you don't see a kid for like a month or two and then you see the kid like oh you got bigger wow. like when did this happen wow. but like like it's cool like you know when you come home from work your kid runs up to you, daddy jumps in your lap, you pick him up, you give him a kiss on the head, you kiss your wife, you know, sure. you have dinner together, like, that's a different kind of love, you know? Mm -hmm. You can't purchase that or fake that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a different kind of love from the love outside where people just love you because of what you do, the work you have, or the car you drive, or what you wear, or what you do for a living, or what you help them. It's, it's a different type of love versus mm -hmm. the love that you have at home. That's real. Any perspective? I mean, I love when you speak because you, 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 you drop I say, gym. do unto others as you want others to do unto you. Mm. And, and um, you know, as I stated, it's just being, it's just recognizing the many signs that the Most High is showing you love. Mm. Like, like, you could not have it from home. You could have not had it, you know, from family. But wow. we... You know, everything is conceived of love. That's first and foremost. Life comes from love. Wow. So with that in mind, there's no way, there's absolutely no way unless you're a blind person and you can't see, mm. but even a blind person can sense love. Yeah. They may not see it from the person, but they can feel it because love is an energy, is what I'm saying. So it's, it's a simple thing and wow. how you can feel that feeling. Like wow. I said, an act of gesture, an act of kindness is a form of love. Wow. So somewhere, somehow, a person experiences it. Wow. 
Um, it's how you cherish it. It's how you, are you able to see it? Are you able to recognize it when it comes? And it's not in a, it's not within grand gestures. It's the smallest intentions. Wow. That's real, man. Yo, I'm blown away, man. Yo, it's crazy. You, you got me in my head. <laughs> <laughs> blown away. Um, first statement. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful. Okay? I want to just say this part. Love is not envious. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is content on what it has and it's happy for what you have. Mm-hmm. That's what I got from that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not mean and green like the hawk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, you know, we have forgotten how to associate spirituality with love. Wow. Love has been conveyed in a commercialized, material type thing like wow. I love my shoes I love this car yeah. I love this person and this you know Valentine's what I mean Valentine's Day is like it's, spending money <laughs> right wow. it's not you know love comes from creation love is about having sustaining relationships this, this, these are the experiences this is why we exist yeah. so that mm-hmm. we can continuously recreate life wow. through love mm. And show the different many degrees and aspects of love. That's many degrees, as many aspects. Mm-hmm. And and you know, it's just wanting that and being healthy within yourself to receive it. You would have to come from that heart to receive it. Um, it can't be superficial. You can't be superficial, but yet expect for something pure. Yeah, that's true. Like one one of the purest loves you it gets from your mother, you know? Mm-hmm. How your mother's always gonna be there to hold you when you cry. Mm-hmm. It was a rapper, Kevin Gates, he said that, you know, yeah, I'm a rapper and when I'm on stage fans say that they love me, but that's not real love. Love to me is like the woman that I go home to at night, the one that holds me at night that I could rub her hands through through my hair and pick things out of my nails and rub my back, and, you know, when I'm feeling sick. To make me some tea, like that's love to me, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything else that's fake, like y'all could keep that, like you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like love is patient. Love does take a lot of patience, you know, because when two people from different walks of life try to become one, mm-hmm. it's gonna take time. Even when you know a friend for years, you know, mm-hmm. you're always gonna disagree about certain things. You're gonna argue about certain things. You're gonna fight mm-hmm. about certain things. So imagine someone that you're gonna see every day that you gotta live with. Like there's gonna be disagreements, mm-hmm. but the fact that you love them, you're going to take your time to deal with that, you know? Because you could easily dismiss it and walk away. The easiest thing to do is walk away when wow. you're in love. The hardest thing is to hold it down, you know? Yeah. And that's why a lot of people nowadays, they're scared of commitment. They're scared of sticking to one thing. And that's why a lot of people nowadays are scared to get married. They see they see it as such a commitment that they can't stick to, you know? And that has transgressed into a, a lot of different parts of our lives. Sure. Like, because we're failures to commit in love mm-hmm. it's hard for us to commit to a job it's hard for us to commit to like a trade it's hard for us to commit to like a profession and we just jump from thing to thing to thing to thing and we lack stability within our lives and, and more than one part of our lives you know mm-hmm. and it hurts us it's, it stunts our growth to a certain extent if we to be honest that's real mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean is it safe to say that just to add on to what you said um a lot of, you know, sometimes we overlook the damaging parts of our lives, especially when it comes to slavery. A lot of those that oh, you speak of, that's part of that. were, were kind of indoctrinated. So 
The so, willing lunch. <laughs> let's, let's just say that as time evolved, yes. certain things were never brought back into alignment in terms of like a mode of production. Mm. Because when I say a mode of production, like we, we, we are great divine beings. We, mm -hmm. Our legacies extends all the way from building pyramids. Like our ancient ancestors built, well, I don't know. You know yeah, okay. of course. Yeah, yeah, black people. Because you know, some people, especially, you know, my lovely Christian brothers and sisters yeah. tend to put the blinders on because of what was indoctrinated in regards to that. But that's, but, 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 that's very vital. I, I wanted to actually, the thing is that I wanted to say this to add what you're saying. There's a book called Africa Roots and God mm -hmm. and a misconception that, that has been taught is that white people taught God when the reality is 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 if you look at it have you ever um, heard of this woman named um, Jane Elliott she's um she had this this uh, brown eyed blue eyed um, um Jane Elliott the name she's familiar. she was an Oprah she's an Oprah okay yeah basically talking about it was an old it was an old, 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 old episode she's an old white woman she talks about how racism is a, a psychological disorder. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's a psychological disorder. So it's about how basically that there has not been a single religion that was started by a white person. Right, right. And that is like the truth. Right, that, right. That is the truth. Right. So basically, what I wanted to add, what you're saying is we had God. Right. We had God. Jesus, I mean, I mean, we had God. Like We have God. We, we, we have. We, no, 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 yes. but, you know but, but, what? But, but, How about we are that? It's yeah, within. We, 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 yeah. God is with us. Taught, we've been taught to look outside, to seek to seek God's face no, outside. within us. It's within. Of course. It's an image. Remember, we was made in his image, and it's the, it's the spirit of God in us that even keeps us alive. Because remember, in the book of Genesis, it said that we was only dirt until he blew breath into our lungs and we became man. And in the book of Job, it said that we all have the spirit within us and it's the spirit that helps us to understand and and gives us knowledge and understanding that we all have it in us. Even in the Acts of the Apostles, it says after Jesus died and he arisen into heaven, he spoke to the disciples through the spirit. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus could speak to us. God exactly. could speak to us. Exactly. In the Bible, God speaks to a bunch of people. It's just that we lost our way. We don't we don't tap into that part of our cerebral. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. remember, us as humans, we don't even use our, our entire brain. We only use a small portion of okay, it. Okay, I have to okay. That part right there is mis it's a misconception. It's a mistruth. Because we are divine beings mm -hmm. and and our melanin is what makes us so powerful. Our melanin is what enables to heal like that. Europeans, on the other hand, are the left brain thinkers. They're, they're not, because of, because of the fact that they lack melanin, they're mm. not able to grasp higher consciousness like we can, which is why they have a lack of belief in the most high. Mm. Because for them, they can't see it, it doesn't exist. Mm. And they have done so much to true. illustrate that. That's true. And and they've even had our people starting to think that type of philosophy. That's true. To where they start questioning That's true. and forgetting that they're looking at the divine. Within them is them. Hmm. So so there's just a lot of misconceptions no, no, that needs to be you know, brought back into alignment, you know, and, and, because at the end of the day, the Most High created everything in female, male and female, everything is in pairs, everything is a balance, which is why we have male and female 
masculinity within us mm -hmm. so that we can relate to each other that much more intimately. Mm -hmm. So there is never a doubt in terms of it's hard for men to relate to women. That's untruth because you have a feminine aspect um, um, energy within yourself that enables you to understand me, yeah. to know me. And just like I have a male energy within me that enables me to know you mm. fully. One flesh, wow. Right. So now what completes the knowing is you opening your heart now and sharing who you are. Because I can relate to you now because I have that same energy that you are as a male. Mm. And because we don't come from that perspective is where genders is confused. <laughs> you have men who want to be women, oh. women who want to be men. The roles have have been compromised because the wires are dismantled within. No, no, no. <laughs> you no. said it so we don't have to. <laughs> that is what's missing in the in the in the in the and, and, and it was so crazy and you know what's so crazy to, to add on um shout to freedom shout to girlin for to, checking to, in to add on to just saying the thing is that um dr omar johnson talked about how in slavery homosexuality was used i don't know if you ever heard that to use to emasculate the man the man yes, yeah it was. it was they took the strongest man and and broke his manhood down in front of everybody to humiliate him first psychologically and spiritually hmm. like you're not divine first and foremost you're nothing and then i embarrassed you and you're a grown man and look what happened you know what i mean so all sorts of things starts happening to that man to where now he's he he loses an aspect of himself because it was taken away and that has never been fixed that has never been restored and then we have women who are broken by being manhandled by the European man in front of the black man. So now she looks at her black man like, you big dummy, you, you can't can do nothing okay. for me. I don't okay. even want you, I don't even respect you. I'm gonna go with this white man, which is why a lot of white women till this day go with white men. A lot of black women go with white men. Yes, till this day. Yeah. And it's because of that reminder, and then, and then through time they've been told, well, you know what, you know, black men don't wanna commit you know, black men have found themselves in a very precarious type of position wow. where they're f fending for themselves so much mm. that they have lost their ground. Yeah, they have lost their ground. It takes, it takes courage, okay? It takes courage, it takes honesty to be honest about these things. This is why our generation is so held back, we are so regressed because we are not addressing issues that we really need to address. Everybody's too sensitive, everybody's scared to say this, scared to say that, but yet we have people telling our stories constantly about who we are, constantly, because Making false narratives. we're not stepping up the plate and being proactive, or at least unifying to be able to do it. Because yeah. the one thing I notice about all the races, they may have issues, but they all band together. That's what we talked about they last week. Why do you think that we lack that? It was it's systematic first and foremost, okay. and truth be told, this was something that was already instituted. Let's just say that we were the last, we were left out of the boardroom when all the races sat down at the round table and discussed the plight on keeping... Who gets what? No, not even just that, but, but to reinforce keeping the black man and woman down consistently. I was sitting down with, with a sister friend who I just met her, mind you. 
Who's that? Her. You just met her? Just met her. I thought you guys were freaking. Just met her. Wow. And I said to her, did you ever see the movie The Great uh, Gatsby? And she said, I read the book. And I said, in this movie, okay, they sh there's a scene. It's so profound. You guys have to see it. No, I've seen The Great Gatsby. Okay. With Leonardo DiCaprio. All right. Yeah. I've seen the old version and the new version. I, I need to see the new version. I see it yet. You need to see the old version, too. It's a direct reflection of the new version. Mm -hmm. Wow. Because it's it because because it shows how when the first movie came out back then and now, which is a much modern time, the thought process is still the same. Mm. Wow. Yes. So, but there's a particular scene where they're bragging about being Nordic and how. What, what, what's Nordic? What's that? Nordic is like from Norway, from the Iceland. Oh, okay, right, okay, okay, right, okay, okay, right. Yeah. Slav, Slavic. Yeah. Slavic. Okay. So they yeah, were saying. They yeah, were yeah. saying how, you know. Because as you know, we got to keep the black people down. Oh, they, they, yes. They, they, they said that? Yes, yes. They're having a dinner discussion. And now <laughs> in, the, in the new remade one with Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Yeah. They have black butlers assigned to each person. Mm -hmm. That was not in the old version. So this goes to show you how much they wanted to dig that part in. They had all these black servants standing behind everyone. Right, and then they're having their discussion about European domination and superiority, and then they go, yeah, because you know we have to keep the black people down, you know, the, the, and they're the, the, all the in agreement, like, yeah, wow. it's true, we gotta make sure that that stays. Do you know what can happen if we don't do that? So just seeing the, the, that, the, the, is that in the new movie too as well? In the new one as wow, well. Wow. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because. We need to start pulling the wool over our eyes, and we need to be honest about what is. Wow, that's real. And my wife tuned in. To tie that all in, right, I read the Willie Lynch letter. I read it actually four times. Oh, my goodness. And then it said that this is one of the, when he came, he said, he said, he said, he said, father, son, and countrymen, I've come far, and when I come into your land, I see dead bodies hanging from trees, waste of property. Why? to set examples for one another so that one slave could be feared, feared by you. No, I've come with a better way. It's not physical, it's psychological. And if it's followed to the T, it'll last hundreds of years. First thing you do is you take the male slave. You take the male slave and you get two horses. You tie one end to one horse, and you tie the other end to another horse. And then, you, and then you knock both of the horses and make them run in different directions. You do that until the man screams and begs for mercy and he loses his manhood. And you don't only do that to him, you do that to him in front of his wife, his children, in front of all the other mm -hmm. slaves. And then you break him. Once his balls rip, he's no longer a man and he's good for nothing. So you toss him to the side. Now the woman is dependent upon you and her children depends upon you. That's how you could control her. She looks at the man as, as weak and useless. And then, and then she looks at you as the savior. To tie that into today, look at welfare. If a woman is married, she can't be on welfare because oh she's going to be God. over income. But if she has a lot of children, even if it's for multiple men, she gets she by herself. She gets oh, wow. she gets shelter, I just, that food, just me. and cash. Jesus, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm hearing that they're doing house visits now. Home visits, yeah. Yeah, home visits to see if you have anything new in your home, anything modern, because that would connote that you do not need this and you have money because why do you have this flat screen TV where'd you get this iron this looks like a brand new latest iron doesn't look like one of those old yeah. irons from a thrift shop that one would buy for two dollars so look now right. the woman has 
one, two, three, four different baby fathers, yeah. no man in the house. These children are growing up with no father. They're on government assistance. The government basically owns them. If you beat that child, ACS comes, they take that child. You know why? It was never your child in the first place. You know, they they paying for your shelter, they paying for your food, they paying for your food, and they're giving you cash in your pocket. That cash, you can't do much with it. You can't do much with $200 for the month. You can't. But they give you food stamps so you can buy food. If you go out to work, then they take it away. You go to work, you lack education, you can't make enough money to sustain yourself. So it's either you all the way depending on them or you buy yourself. The only way you could make it by yourself is either you got a very good job with very good education or you find a mate to help you sustain that, that household. But you're already stuck in a mentality where I see my mother do it by myself, I could do it by myself. Your kids grow up, they grow up the same exact way. And it's a systematic system. That's why they call it a system. Over and over and over and over and over and over and over. Mm -hmm. Like back in the days, they used to tie a bag over a guy's head and put him in a barn, and they would tie a bag over his mother's head, and they would make him sleep with his mother. Oh yes. For for, for what purpose and intent was that for? To breed. To breed. That's and what to dismantle that that uh, mother and son bond, and and. That's where the term mother effer come from. Yes. Yes. Whoa. Yes. 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 My mind is blown away. I'm listening. Yes. I think the next time we need to talk about the willingness. I just want to say one, add yeah, one yeah, thing. Yeah, no, it wasn't ahead. until 1860, because you know, at one time it was it was outlawed for slaves to, to be married right. and to be married too. Right. Well, what was it outlawed? They let them be married so that they can so that they can multiply. Yeah, but it was a, it was not a legal marriage though. It was more like a civil thing. As in, like, did, they did they not get rights as, like, a married couple, yeah, and they could not... Like, a man slave could not give a woman slave his his last name. Right, right. Yeah, because they were property. And, 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 also, right. and also, to add on to it, I know that the, the Mandigos, they would go around and mess with the, with, the, with the white women. Well, they wasn't... They didn't want to. It's the white women because the... But this was in retaliation because the white man was sleeping with, with the, their women. Yeah. Oh. So the white women... The white women used to be mad that... The white man saw beauty and attraction in the black woman. You have, you have saw a thirty-year slave, a thirty-year slave, yeah, and a thirty-year slave. The man was sleeping with the slave, and the wife found out, so she would beat the slave girl. She cut her face up. So wow, yeah, that's yeah. that's how our skin color changed. That's why they got house Negro and field Negro. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they did that. They only did that to 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 start. Breaking, breaking into our bloodlines. Yeah, that's what that was. That to was preserve their own bloodline. That was to that was to create the disintegration of the black man and woman. And by doing that, they would they would um, bed with the slaves and then have light skinned babies and then turn them, raise them to go against the dark skin. So this is where so, they. So, so this, this is, is where so, dark skin and so, light skin. Look, 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 look. So basically, it's basically divide and conquer. But, right. but look, it's even deeper than that. The same thing happened in the Bible. Remember when the, when the angels from heaven came down to earth and they said that the sons of God saw the doors of man they slept on them? Yeah. And that was when the devil was trying to poison the bloodline before Jesus Christ was reborn yeah. as man. Until the flood came That's and then they I killed all of them. Wow. Continue, my, continue my, my brother. Oh, my, but it wasn't until away. 1863 that whites, well, well, actually it was the missionaries started teaching slaves how to read and write but guess what book they used first the bible because and then let me tell you it was the sword or the bible 
That's okay? Mm. And that's what the distortion It was the sword of the Bible. And that's so. where Nate Turner comes in. Because Nat Turner seen what they were doing. And you know what they did to Nat Turner? They, they skinned him alive. They skinned him alive. And, and the women made purses out of his skin. Are you serious? Mm, yeah, they skinned him alive, then they dragged him. No, they the, hung him. Yeah, they hung him. No, they hung him. And then they dragged him, and then they flaked him. They flaked him. It's like when they peel your skin off. When they peel the skin off your they body. They use his body for everything. Yeah. Um, to make leather on the car. Are you it was, serious? It was like a trophy for them. Well, you know, that was... But, but it, it's not even just that. That's always to instill the fear. It's to instill the fear. Because the whole thing with them and us is that we really powerful. How do you break down a powerful person, scare the living daylights out of them consistently mm. to where they cannot have no room to breathe? Like, when they look in the right, there's some horrifying. They look in the left, it's horrifying. The front is horrifying. Everywhere they go, it's so horrifying that the submission is complete. That you, you won't get no issues out of this one. This one is actually going to tell you things. That you ain't even like anticipated, wow. like who's trying to run away and who's plotting and who's doing this. Mm -hmm. So this is where our loyalties and it's like that today. In terms of, you know, um, there's no support system because that fear has been instilled generational. It's like a generational uh, disease. Mm -hmm. It has never been It has never been severed. It just changed. Everything changed. Right. Just like the police were first used to catch runaway slaves and to catch slaves that that were free that didn't have a job because it was illegal to work but at the same time all the people that owned companies were of a different race and they wasn't trying to hire blacks so then the blacks went back to jail once you become you're free until you're locked up then you become state property property of state so you be free until you're locked up. yeah wow. then you become us back into a slave once you get mm. locked up and today's the same thing that's why prisons became Privatized, like you could buy stocks in prisons, and the people that are in prison, they the ones that make the license plate, they the ones that do all kind of stuff. A lot of cheap labor, twenty cents a day. Private prisons are big business. A lot of stars, a lot of important people are. Michael Jordan owns stock in prisons. Yes, uh, but he would have to because he's not for the community. He doesn't not. even he doesn't even sell stocks in his shoe company. Jordan is a privatized company. Nobody owns a stock in, in Jordan, but you can own a stock in McDonald's. You can own a stock in Burger King and Wendy's. That's what people need to do. If everybody want to eat these, these clone foods that are destroying your spirit and your mind, producing artificial intelligence, then you might as well own it. Mm. Buy some stock in McDonald's and Burger King. Mm. Stop consuming the dead foods. It's not producing nothing but bad energy and bad mind. But even the water's polluted, though. Even in the water, they put something. Look, look at Flint. What's up with that? The dirty water. Well, you know, and then this cool. Michigan is a very <laughs> industrious place. Yeah. It's full of factories. So They had to that, dump it somewhere, and it's a poor neighborhood, so they don't care about the poor. It was just a matter of time before it started coming out about the water but they do that everywhere yeah. they do that everywhere they said that they trialed five people from Flint Michigan for manslaughter because people died from that water yeah but look at Steve Harvey Coonan it's like oh people in Michigan enjoy your brown water Coonan well you know he's not a he's not a righteous man and you know that fame has blinded him That's true. and blinded his spirit so he's very egotistical he speaks from an ego place wow mm -hmm. That's real. Yeah. That's real. This is the reason why our community is 
the way that it is because we have individuals like him that are at the gate to keep us back and then always um they're not supporting the community well they don't give back well and they constantly have negative criticism to say about the plight of black people and how they're course. so lazy and look at me i didn't have nothing but look where i am yeah but nobody knows the things that he had to do to get there mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they were not good. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Mm. That's real. Shout out to Earth. Shout out to Sydney. Shout out to all the people that's Man, watching. Shout out to everybody that is watching. Dad, we had a you deep conversation deep so far. Conversation. We already hit an hour. We <laughs> still going. What time does the library close? It's closed at 9, I think. Okay, okay, okay. Wow. I'm going to continue with the scripture. Are you guys good? I mean, we can make an announcement. Or you guys are good? Because this is a lot of... I mean, I'm, I'm we didn't, we just free talking, but it's it's one of the best conversations we had so far. Ever, ever. Wow. Can I make a suggestion yeah. for our people? I, you know, we should start detoxing. When you mm -hmm. detox, not only are you healing yourself from trauma and pain, mm -hmm. but you're giving your body a chance to heal itself. Because our bodies can heal at will. That's true. We are so powerful. That's true. Okay. And if and sometimes we need to be reminded and mm. how powerful we are because so many of our people don't like themselves. They're bleaching. They're doing all sorts of crazy stuff. Why, why are they doing that for? Because they can't handle the hate. They yeah. can't handle the hate that they're receiving, and there's no support system for our people. You see, Europeans when they're they're so evil, they know how to 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 no, they know how to unwind and to regenerate themselves. They go on vacations, they go to see psychiatrists, they do a lot to nurture themselves back. And it looks and. and and we don't do that. We're in a state of mind where we think it's a negative thing to go see a psychiatrist. Or like we rather buy a pair of sneakers or an outfit that costs the same price as a as a vacation. Think about it. If you buy a two hundred dollar pair of joints, two hundred dollar pair of pants, a two hundred dollar pair of shirt, that's six hundred dollars right there. You could have went to Miami or somewhere, you know, and relax your mind and get away from these two blocks. Because the priorities of our, our people complain about money, 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 but they don't mind spending it on frivolous because it's not that our people don't have money. They have the money. If you can stand at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning on Black Friday in a long line, okay, to go consume yourself with consumerism, then you can invest in yourself. Black people are the biggest consumers in America, I yes. believe. Why do you think... Cash cows. All the, other, all the other races move into black neighborhoods. The Chinese, the Indians. Everybody's in our neighborhood making money off of us, except for us. If you go to a clothing store, who owns it? The Jews. You go to the Chinese food store, who owns it? The Chinese. You go to a corn store, who owns it? The Arabs. But how many black-owned businesses do you even see in black neighborhoods? Not much. We don't even want to invest in ourselves. And I bet you if, if there was a black business, we wouldn't even trust it. Facts. We would be like, nah, I don't think so. Because we already taught to there. not trust each other. Exactly. We was already, but this is all part of that, that slave mentality that is wow. still embedded in people that they don't realize. They really don't. They, wow. they really think that they are totally absolved. But no, when you're talking about a conditioning that was permeated from generational wise, your parents was teaching you things that, that came from that slavery background unbeknownst to them so it, so it became a habit to wow. for black people not to trust we don't support each other's businesses we don't buy black but we are quick to go buy white 
Very quick. That's a fact. We'll spend that two hundred. We'll spend that eight hundred on that iPhone. That's a bad investment. I'll give you a perfect example. You walk into a store, right? The first person to greet you in a clothing store is a black person. The person that'll go downstairs and get the shoes is a black person. By the time you get to a register, it's a Jew. You ever realize that? <laughs> 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 I'm My mind is shocked. You see my face? I'm zoned. Like the the, the wisdom that is being spoken. Wow. I have to say that I'm so proud of you brothers for doing your community service, the diaper drives. Like, this is where it starts. It starts in a community because the community is what can help to raise the village so that the village can go back to helping to raise the babies because it takes a village to raise a child. But in order for that village to help the child, we must have a stronger body. Yes. In the community, everything starts in the church. Like, yeah. Sometimes, after the service, instead of consuming with a bunch of fried chicken, macaroni, all this heavy food wow. that brings people back to that negative it's state. Because, like <laughs> you know, we, 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 the majority of our are vegetarians, wow. I noticed that in the churches. I've passed through many doors and I noticed that the foods keeps the people's spirits down. Wow. You can't come from such a lofty place and then smack eating pork chops and you're eating, you know, greasy foods that now brought your spirit down and now you, you, you're giving somebody an evil eye. Now you're talking about Sister Patty's shoes. Now you're saying, well, look at this person. They only came to church because they want to talk to somebody. So now the level of the mind changes quickly once that bad food goes in the That's system. True. I've seen it too often wow. and I have said that's what the problem is like what I've what I've learned in regards to how it used to be you know um, in, in antiquity in terms of having divinity because these are lost words these are these are things that's not mm. apparent anymore is because there were foods associated with that like foods of the gods mm. there was a reason why they had sayings like that because that's what kept people in that spiritual place. Mm. That's what kept people's hearts clean. Wow. Because when you ate clean, your mind was clean. Your spirit is clean. Mm. So naturally, you feel, you feel compelled to want to do good because you're feeling good. Wow. There's no like confliction like, should I think, should I be good today? Or should I be good tomorrow? You know what I mean? Wow. So we need to change our eating habits. And once you change your eating habits, I guarantee you, everything else will change. That's true. You will attract that right mate. You will have good friends. You will attract more blessings because now you're putting forth that good energy into the environment. Mm. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Yeah, because they say, like, it depends on how the animal was killed. If the animal's killed in a negative way and then you consume it, like that negative yes. energy coming to you. I heard that before. But look, in the scriptures, there's prescribed foods. Yeah. There are prescribed foods that the Most High has ordained. Why, in the why, book of Deuteronomy. Why we don't go back to the prescribed foods that were ordained and to change the, these low vibrational mindsets. This, yeah. this, this get out of these ratchet ghetto mentality on hating, being jealous of this person because they look good or this person has more than you so you're mad at them wow. when that should motivate you to get just like how they did. So, so if wow. you ate foods that are prescribed for higher consciousness so that you can express your highest good of all. 
Yeah, because just look at the demographic. If you go into a poor neighborhood, you see Kentucky Fried Chicken, Kennedy Fried Chicken, McDonald's, Burger King, this and that. But you go to a different suburb, all those uh, things are spaced out. Are they fun? Joe's. Yeah, it's a, it's a different mm-hmm. type of yeah. it's a different type of mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it comes from the music you listen to to the food you eat that yeah. give you high vibrations and low vibrations. They said that's why like certain music they speed up the tempo. Like our bodies are not supposed to consume music that fast because it almost confuses the mind. It confuses. It disrupts the spirit, mm-hmm. and it produces a different type of frequency. And it attracts low spirits. That's true. Because low spirits and negative spirits are attracted to, to low vibration. They're not attracted to purity yeah, and true. righteousness. You start talking like that, you, you won't find many people around you because wow. they can't handle that. Wow. I have done a lot of tests with people. Mm. And, and it's amazing to see how people get very nervous you know, around me when I say certain words, I'll use certain key words out. Like, like words like for example, like what? You know, like like what I've been saying, like divinity, like it's so it's so scarce. Yeah. So they're like jerk back like divinity, like where that come from? Like, yeah. What do you mean? It's always it's always has. Yeah. It's always been. You wow. just But it's like what NASA people feel what they don't understand, hate what yes. they can't conquer. It's yes. just a inferior man. Mm-hmm. And then is is when you try to it's like what you're saying. When you choose to raise your vibrations and you choose to live a positive life and you reach in within yourself and then you feed that spirit within you and then you reach divinity and then you reach your center, it's like people can't mess with you, you know? And and, and people feel a way about that That's because right. certain people that, that, that had the negative energy, you pulled yourself away from. Certain people that used to be around, you pulled yourself away from. So now, like, you're living a positive life. Like, wow. you live clean. Wow. Like, I told one of my homeboys the other day, I'm like, yo, I'm with one woman. I go to work. I come home. I go to sleep. You know, I enjoy time with my family on the weekends. I go to church. I go to my mother's house. I enjoy life. I don't I, I don't need to do negative things because I'm happy. Like, you know, like, I can honestly say I'm happy. I don't need to engage in certain things. Like, I don't got to smoke. I don't got to go to the club. I don't got to hang out with, like, 10, 20 people to justify myself, you know, tell me if I'm cool or not, you know, I don't got to go out and buy ridiculous stuff in the store, I don't got to buy a new outfit every week, you know, I know who I am, like, I feel like that comes with maturity and finding who you are, a lot of people, they're lost, they don't know who they are, so like, they don't got a name for themselves, so they hide themselves behind name brands, you know, Mm. so. And they want to feel validated, they want to feel some form of appreciation through materialism because they don't know how to tap in within. They just, they, they don't know. Wow. That's real. Um, wow. The last one. I'm, 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 I'm blown away tonight. You see, <laughs> Wow. From a guest. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, man. This yes, is thank real. You this, for no, me. I thank you. It. Thank you. Thank you. Um, give us your name again. Lynn Abraham. Lynn Abraham. Yes. We are looking for more guests every Monday. <laughs> oh my God, I was so blown away. Virtuous in all sense. But we really want to um, let you guys know that also we're going to be having this diaper drive, which is very important because it's all about community service. It's all about giving back. Um, we believe that the Christian experience is not just coming a Saturday or a Sunday, reading the Bible. Um, eating veggie frats and just staying stuck to ourselves. We have to reach out to people and help people because 
we live in, 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 a, in a society, in a community, in a country where people are hurting and they're going through things. Mm -hmm. And this is why it's very crucial that we're doing this diaper job because there's a lot of, of our sisters who don't have it like that, who are not able to purchase diapers for their babies. So the thing is that we're collecting over 20,000 20, boxes of Pampers, two 20 in each of those boxes, size one through six. We're gonna start with Brooklyn first, um, then we're gonna head out to all the five boroughs, including Long Island. And um, my brother's gonna put the link up, give what you can, even if it's five or if it's $10. Or if you want us just to come, if you just want us to come to your church, just to promote this thing and just raise up an offering, that would be very much appreciated. And know that as soon as we get the diapers, we're gonna need a group of people to go out to the various homeless shelters with us, the um, the women shelters, the family shelters, the projects, and people in the community that just need for their babies. And we're giving away for free to let people know, hey, we're here with you and we support you and we love you. So guys, give what you can. And we're also gonna create a support system where we'll get your name, your email, um, and your number. We keep in touch so we can create that, that village, create that, that movement. Because we as a people, we need to be unified as blocks, as a people, as a nation. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. So give what you can and know that it's all about love. And um, I'm looking forward. Oh, I wanna give a shout out to Hebron because they're gonna give us something in two weeks. Um, also, um, we're going to be to another church that also, Pena is also going to be helping us out as well, as well too. Any church, any community activist you want to be participating with this event, we really need your help. We need your help. We can make this possible. Much love to you. Much love. Yeah. And so since my phone is only on 10%, <laughs> yes. we went, my, my phone <laughs> we, we've been going for a while, like the lights done turned off in the building yeah, yeah. a few times. So we're going to close out. Um, you want to close out with a prayer? You mind? Oh yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? You shy? Don't be yes, shy. I am. <laughs> oh, yeah. All that stuff you was talking. Yeah. You gotta close it out. <laughs> Go ahead. We wait for you. Okay. Yes. I want to thank Divine Most High for bringing us all together on this beautiful day to discuss something very important, which is love. And uh, love is very important. Uh, each one, teach one. I pray that everyone find, has found some wisdom from tonight's show, and blessings to all. Amen. Amen. That was sincere. All right, guys. That's thank sincere. you. <laughs> that was sincere, boy. Yo, they out there, boy. That's the hope. All right, guys. We thank you for joining us. <laughs> we thank you for joining us tonight, and we'll see you next week on Monday at 930. You'll be 7.30. Seven, oh yeah, sorry. Seven thirty. Sorry, seven thirty, and we see you next week. So thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you again. Definitely. Good night. Good night.